Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary Jane from Colorado. Right, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for making the stock weed joke there. Yeah, no, right there. No, you, like, you don't have to make the the stock weed joke. If you're gonna set it down, someone's gonna that's, pick it up. That's like that's like you going to New York and someone like, oh, you're from Colorado. You smoke a lot of weed. Well, <laughs> it's the worst damn sports show. Period. <laughs> Setting the bar low for sports talk in Denver. Sorry. It is the worst damn sports show, period, and an official iHeartRadio podcast. You love that. My name is Steve Burrell. <laughs> that is uh, Dubs over there. Hi. Hey, that's hey. me. Uh, Beardo chiming in from this direction. Yo. And a uh, special guest, Carrie Ann Keogh, joining us as well. What's up? Carrie, introduce yourself. Who the heck are you? Uh, nobody, really. No, I... Uh... Oh, you're somebody to us. Oh. Yeah. That's why we invited it, you. Guys. Random Twitter guy even sent you a t-shirt. Right? And a handwritten note. <laughs> we don't do that for everybody, okay? Yeah. Right? Right? yeah. I mean, a couple spelling errors, but I'll let it slide. Loki. I still, I actually do have it up on my wall in my office. It's pretty special to me. <laughs> don't tell random uh, Twitter guy. Yeah. He's going to be so full Don't post him up anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's, he's already like, Cloud he's got, yeah, we don't need we don't need him getting a bigger head than he's already got. We just started getting along with that guy. I now know. this is just ugh, I know. it's gonna be a nightmare. He's the, he's still the worst. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. Uh yeah, no, uh Denver native grew up watching Denver sports, going to games. Um now I'm lucky enough to work for a whole bunch of the teams, um, do game presentation stuff for the Avs, in game hosting for the Mammoth, um, some sports reporting for Denver Post. So just kind of got my little fingers in everything. Yeah. So she's going to be talking a little bit about the uh, the avalanche a little bit later on. Are we allowed to ask you your favorite team? Oh, yeah. Or do you have uh, to oh, say it's the see, Colorado no, Avalanche? Yeah. I'm like, by contract, I will tell you. Um, no, I got to say, like, I mean, I'm a huge hockey fan. I grew up, my dad took us to every Avs game, grew up watching them on TV. I mean, I remember watching, like, all the jersey retirement ceremonies at home, everything. So I grew up loving the Avs. Um, but I got to tell you, like, the Mammoth are awesome. Like they're so is this a, underrated. Is this another contractual obligation right, yeah. <laughs> here? No, no, no. Like Loki, like I uh, played the cross, played at CU Boulder, and okay. I think they're like this team that like everyone kind of forgets about, but like they're super fun and the games are wild and the fans yeah, are just like so diehard. Absolutely true. I tell everybody if you want an awesome in-game experience, it's like whatever, ten bucks to get in. It's not even super expensive. Just Take all your friends, have a bunch of beer, and go to a mammoth game, and it is just a ton of fun. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm I'm I, totally distracted because the phone is ringing, and I'm scared to death. We're like talking on the radio. We're in the, we're in a different <laughs> studio today. We normally do it from the uh, the ninety three three studios. We're in the Fox studios today, and so everything is new. And like, okay, Dragon just put all the phones. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that gave me. Like, he's producer for the morning show. So now he he would be the one to be like, you guys. Stop yeah. what Stop you're doing. It. This is great radio, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not radio. <laughs> Captivating. It's a yeah. podcast. Everyone's in their cars like, what? <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about sports. Why don't we? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm iffy about it. What do you guys period. think? 
Yeah, I think I'm good with it. Okay. I think we can talk some And we got a little bit of, bit of everything today, too, because we're, we are going to be talking about the Avalanche. It's opening day today, right now. There is baseball starting in right half now. an hour. Yeah. Half an hour from, I know. Uh, from now. It's wall-to-wall baseball. Um, so we're going to talk about that a bit. And, of course, uh, we kick off with the Broncos and the Tweet of the Week. Yeah, the Tweet of the Week was uh, the Broncos made a big trade. Um, they didn't give up a lot, but they got a new safety and a lot of people, it's kind of 50, 50 split. A lot of people are like, Oh great. We got another safety that it didn't play last year. It's just another dude who's has kind of had his own problems. A lot of people think that he's going to be a awesome talent. He was a second round pick when he got drafted. Um, and we gave up, we swapped picks with Washington and gave up a conditional pick in 2020 to go and get uh, Sua Cravens. And of course, the tweet this week when he found out the news, he was very excited, but he reenacted Aladdin. To yeah, announce I don't know if he reenacted it. He just like, had the music playing in the background while he dreamily looked away. While Wh- which song was it? A whole new world. Yeah, that's right. I can show you the world. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, there wasn't any acting or anything. Like, it's just kind of him, like, sitting there smiling, which, like, gives you a good feeling still, but. Topless. Uh, I, I was, like, waiting for. Yeah, that, that as well. He does have some impressive tattoos, but we would get to know that eventually. You didn't have to be like, hey, guys, like, walking around <laughs> that way. Check these out. Two questions. Um, is it a big trade? Well, it's Bronco fans. Do you call that a big trade? We, are happened. you excited? Sure. I mean, obviously, but I'm having uh, here. Here's basically what's happened this year for the Broncos defense is they traded a keep to leave for Cravens. How about that? And Ooh. you feel good about that? Well, I mean, money wise, it's going to save them a bunch of dough. Yeah, That's kind of what they're they were talking about. Like having, but really, what we got a fifth and gave up a fifth, and so we traded a all pro cornerback at the end of his career for a potential all pro safety at the very beginning. I am the one that's like still on the fence whether or not this was good because the dude, the the reason that the Washington Redskins were willing to give up a second round pick who's essentially headed into his or third year of his career uh, is because last year he was battling with the team. Now, at first, I thought he sat out because of injury because I didn't know the whole story, dove into it, and he was ready to retire at one point. And then a month into the season, he's like, I want to come back to the Redskins. And yeah. they were like, no, we're going to put you on the reserve list. Hmm. So there's there was obviously something going on within that organization because he had a stellar rookie season. He was hmm. phenomenal. Didn't play at all last year. So to me, it's like, can the Broncos, which they've been good at, change that mentality and make him a guy that fits in the locker room culture? Or are we going to have another Akib Tlaib that's just kind of loud attitude we wonder what goes on behind the scenes but he performs well on the field you need a little bit of attitude yeah though. you need a little bit yeah of attitude. no I, I and i'm fine with that but it's more the head case of where is this dude like does he really want to play yeah, or totally is totally. he just stoked about being with the broncos carry on what do you think oh man you know i think that it more than you know more than looking forward to like him on the season it changes kind of like the draft pick like it yeah. kind of gives the broncos more of an open way to take some of those earlier picks that we've been looking at, take a quarterback. Safety one is those, those positions too, and especially that kind of safety, like the TJ Ward guy that they were missing all last year. So maybe it's something they don't have to address, or at least not as urgently. Well, Fitzpatrick's out at five, right? There, there's no way they take Minka Fitzpatrick now. So it's I really, didn't even know that was really a <laughs> I had seen a lot of mocks that had it. So, I mean, whether it's really a thing or not, who actually knows? But You, you should pull up Mel Kiver's, Like I don't know if you even can find him because I feel they, they disintegrate like on purpose. Like Mel Kiver's, <laughs> like mock drafts. 
before we can this mock draft ever. will implode in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like the easiest job in the world, man. It's just to like come up with like an idea. Here's like my thing, and it changes every week. Well, here, yeah, that's what they do no, now. Yeah. Is no you get twenty seven of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, listen, I, I, I think number one on most mock drafts is still quarterback. But other than that, I think the most common thing is a trade down, right? Getting out of there and picking up a couple extra picks, which I think you guys really need. So we'll see. Well, you- I even heard like trading up to that fourth spot. No. And then going for like on. a Saquon Barkley. What I'm just saying. What a nightmare that would be. Why I'll just trade away picks to move up one spot, which we get that you have to do sometimes to get because other people are offering to get up there. But and then draft a running back. If you're a Bronco fan, don't you start banging your head against the wall then? I would be okay yes. with Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Am I the only one in this room that's yes. okay with Saquon Barkley? Yes. If we trade okay up, draft a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to do this. <clears throat> Topic one. It's baseball. Yeah. It is. I saw, I saw this cool... Hey! Um, <laughs> I saw, <laughs> that's what they call noodling. <laughs> I, um, I, I saw this cool... like Well, cool. It was a comic from 1922 and it's for opening day and had all these kids like piling out in the streets and it's just like baseball blah, 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 blah. and I thought that was pretty f- fun I also thought that anyone who involved with like writing that comic is dead now but really low yeah, real wow. fast <laughs> celebrating in the streets that are now dead, dead. <laughs> every single one of them but yeah we are 20 minutes away from uh, first pitch for the season here with uh, the cubs and marlins that's yeah. the first game yep mm-hmm. and uh rockies are right at the end of that they're gonna be like the last game yeah it's like yeah. an 8 10 pitch for them us. and seattle yeah. and cleveland i think is the other one Yes, both eight ten starts. So, so it starts today. So, uh, I mean, this is our best team, Denver, right? Well, I mean that we know of. But, uh, well, <laughs> right now, I mean, listen, the Avs, God love them, but they're fighting for oh, a, oh, oh, I see. a seven yeah, spot. Yeah, right. Every, everything's kind of gross. Right the, now, yeah, the the Nuggets are fighting for an eight spot, which they probably won't get. The Broncos are. Fighting for a top five draft. So our best team right now coming back, the Rockies, after a little Rocktober action last year. Hope springs eternal. Uh, And and differently this year. You know what? You were negative last year, too. (laughs) That's a positive statement. That's like the most Colorado sports fan, though. It's like to be as negative as you can. Right. That was so sarcastic. (laughs) That is literally the best third baseman in baseball, but I don't know. Hope springs eternal. What are those three words? <laughs> Steven, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. I don't even know if your full name is Steven, is it? Yeah. It okay, is. Steven, it's not, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. Once again. Well, listen, well, then let's get right to it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put your feet right to the fire. Okay. Because I actually did prep for the show. I know. I'm surprised. I did prep for the show. Referencing Notepad currently. And there's more than like one thing written on it. It's kind of amazing. Um, All right. So I went and pulled some numbers about the over under for the Rockies right now. Okay. In Las Vegas. 55 to 1 to win the World Series. uh, Between 50 and 55 to 1 to win the World Series. Mm -hmm. Between uh, 20 and 25 to 1 to win the NL. 19 to 2, however, to win the NL West. So they have almost as good of a shot to win the NL West as they do the NL, d- depending on where you look. That's but the, weird. That's the a, over, un, well, because well, the Dodgers are like the, they're 
Yeah. They should win the World Series according to Vegas. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're the they're the hands down favorite for yeah. the NL, the the division, and even for the World Series. Uh, so the over under eighty two wins. So Mister Hope springs eternal feet right to the fire. Over. <laughs> oh, over yeah. easily. Oh, man, yeah. right there. Eighty seven last year. Yeah. Eighty seven last year. You hope the pitching takes another step forward. Like Carrie Ann said, you got the best third baseman in baseball. I don't want to hear any arguments about it. Okay. <laughs> Nolan being Nolan. That's absolute <laughs> fact. Uh, you might have the best center fielder in baseball, too, at least from a hitting standpoint. Charlie Blackman. Best leadoff guy in baseball. Same thing. Yeah. Oh, except they, for those talk of him going to third. Though. Yeah. yeah if they, if they hit him leadoff, which will be super interesting. More yeah. importantly, we might have one of the best bullpens in baseball. The 25 years of the Rockies organization. That's very true. Like they went out and added some relief. They've got a strong group of starters that they're still carrying over from last year, as well as some pretty young guys that came on pretty well last year. So if we if if the pitching can stay, I like our chances, man. That's well, always been our biggest thing, right? We've talked about it before. Another year with those young kids that are our starters pitching under, hopefully you get a little bit more length out of them. You don't have to lean on that bullpen as much as you did last year, which they really did. Oh yeah, I mean, they drove that thing into the ground last year <laughs> uh, and barely made it into the playoffs, but it's... It, you got to hope that you get a little bit of length out of them. You get extra innings out of them. Everyone and stays healthy. Yeah, everyone yeah, stays you healthy. Hope that John Gray stays healthy. Of course. Yeah. You want 33 games out of him, 35 games out of him. Totally. You want him to move into that ace. So uh, after all your optimism there, Beardo. No, oh, I like it. Yeah. You know, 82 I, wins over yeah, under. Over. Over. Easy. Every carry hands uh, over. Yeah. So I should have said that. How I know when I was in Vegas on Monday, I would have bet it. The, so what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you should have bet that. They're a the better. Show. They're a better team than they were last year, I believe. I mean, Do you the, think so? Yeah, I mean, they made some changes. One of the changes was Holland, who is great mostly. Um, Still, by the way, did, still on we, the free market. So, no, what, what just did you guys, signed. Did he just signed with the Cardinals? With the Cardinals, like an hour ago. And here's uh-huh. here's the deal too: is Plot he twist. turned down 15 mil. Is this one of your things? No, go ahead. okay. He turned down 15 <laughs> mil from the from the Rockies for the the extension. Um, they turned down 17 from the Rockies as as an extra offer. He signed for 14 with. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Like, yeah, he lost. He lost right, money to leave right. and play for arguably maybe a worse team. He played himself. That's what happened. <laughs> he did well, or he needs a new agent. One of the two. Uh, Carry on over under eighty two. You're going over. Oh, you I said? do over. Uh, see, I thought I was going to be the only one to take the over here. <laughs> All right. So, uh, any Adam West titles in in the room here? Anybody anybody want to go super ballsy here? That that I don't see just cuz LA was so good and if they didn't go through that tailspin at the end of the year they would have like just they would have been they would have been setting records. Okay. Of course they they did have their field flood with raw sewage so maybe that's <laughs> <laughs> That's a sign. Maybe that's a sign. <laughs> it just could be garbage. <laughs> uh, so no NL West titles. I'll assume there's no NL pennants in there either then. Uh well, I mean, that's really stretching. Okay, sure. Yeah. World Series all the way. Well, see, here's the thing. If, if In baseball, if you say they're good enough to make the playoffs, then they're a World Series contender. I mean, your top, your top five, top really top four in your league, that's, I mean, you're calling them a contender. Yeah. No, right. So I mean, put it this way, I guess, if I were in Vegas right now, I'd probably go put a hundred bucks on them. 55 to one. It's not bad. I mean, that's like the lower half, too. So Vegas is not believing in the Rockies, that's no, for sure. No, they're definitely not. And 82 is, you know, basically a 500 team. 
that they're calling 82 wins is 81 and 81 would be 500. This so. might be the move, man. If like, <laughs> everyone's, if you're looking to invest that 401k money. <laughs> and here's the thing. The other teams in the NL, I, I don't see how two wild cards. I shouldn't say that the NL central should be better than it was last year. It could be the brewers. It could be the Cardinals that maybe bounce back. Uh, but I don't see how the NL West doesn't get the two wild card spots this year between San Francisco, who has reloaded, uh, Arizona, who is still very much a contender and the Rockies. And then you got the Dodgers who are probably going to win the thing. I don't see how you don't get two wild cards out of the NL West. Yeah, it's possible. So we got to host the wild card game this year. I think that's the key, right? We have to win enough to host. Yeah. You can't be playing that game in Arizona or San Francisco. It's got to be right here. And I think that makes all the difference for Rocktober. I love that. We're still an underdog too. Like that Vegas is counting us out that even like the, the power rankings and stuff that came out early, we were low on those lists. Like so I'm saying, I think it's a, it's, a it's lot a of the analytics sites and the betting sites have us fourth in our division. Oh, have us below wow. San Francisco and Arizona only beating out the Padres. And of course the Dodgers. I mean, everyone made some moves, so it's hard to say. I mean, they got uh, McCutcheon in uh, San Francisco. It's a big pickup. Shall we? Yeah, let's do this. All right. Slay it on thick. This is where we talk about the stuff that we like, stuff that we uh, want to praise one way or another here in the Worst Damn Sports Show period. It's a turn, that's for sure. It's a little bit different than we do. Uh, anyone want to go? Are you saying that you weren't optimistic in topic one? Listen, <laughs> Steven. <laughs> <laughs> just asking, just checking. Is that your mic? I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can start with lay it on thick. I'm going to uh, lay it on thick for Loyola Chicago, not because they're still moving forward in the big dance, but mostly because they decided to give Sister Jean Dolores Schmidt her own bobblehead. And here's the best part of this story. It is the best-selling bobblehead <laughs> they have ever had. In well, fact, like the pre-orders are almost sold out. And the quote that I read this morning from the university was just like, you know what? We're going to have to apply uh, status like they do to music for bobbleheads where we give this platinum status because it's going outs- to outsell three times over before we can even produce and ship these things off. So- Wait, is this the best-selling bobblehead ever made or the best saying Loyola Chicago? I'm pretty sure just the Loyola Chicago okay. bobblehead. That's a lower but, bar. Yeah. A much lower <laughs> bar. Okay, with that said, name somebody else on the Lo- that's even acquainted with the Loyola Chicago team. Name exactly. anybody yeah. else. Yeah. You can't. Player, you coach, can't. Another alumni from Loyola Chicago. No, it's Sister Jean. She's a Loyola. And she had them losing in her bracket, so they were, they were still like, you know what? We forgive you. Here's your bobblehead, hey, Sister Jean. You gotta Jean. be realistic here. Uh, Doves, you got anything? Yeah, I can go. Uh, right. So my late on thing is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Did you guys see this? No. It was the final spring training game. Now, Vlad the Impaler, Vladimir Guerrero, do you guys remember him? Yes. From, from yeah. earlier, Montreal. Yes, from earlier baseball days. And where you remember him is Montreal. Yeah. Now, he also played it, uh, in Anaheim and a couple other places. I think. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
He played in San Francisco for a little bit. But he, he made his money. He made his fame in Montreal. Well, the Montreal Expos are gone, dead now. Now they're the Washington Nationals. But apparently, I didn't know they do this, the Toronto Blue Jays still play a spring training game in Montreal in their old stadium every year. Kind of cool. Well, guess who's on their team? Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> so he struts up to the plate, bottom of the ninth inning, wearing the number 27 that his dad used to wear. It's a tie game. And what does he do? Jack job. Home run, walk off to end spring training in Montreal where his dad <laughs> made all his fame. You couldn't have written it any better. Absolutely an amazing story. I tweeted it out at Producer Dubs D-U-B-Z. Vlad himself took a video of his son hitting that walk-off home run. It was absolutely the greatest. That's amazing. Really Super cool. cool. You might be surprised with mine because I would like to lay it on thick. The Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, you what? <laughs> How dare How you? On a day like today? <laughs> Not necessarily the team on the field, but the peers, whoever it was in the Diamondbacks organization that decided to bring back the bullpen cart. Bullpen <laughs> cart returns to the field. All right. So it's been like since like the midnight. I'm trying to look to see when the last one was. I actually did this year. 1995 is the last time anyone used a vehicle at all to get the bullpen pitchers. In case I should back up, maybe a bullpen cart. Instead of jogging out from the bullpen, the pitchers with the Arizona Diamondbacks will now be brought out in a little cart. And I, I don't know what it looks like. I think it has a hat on it. Like, it's really goofy looking. It was originally done uh, back in the day by, of course, uh, the Cleveland Indians <laughs> that would do this <laughs> and to bring out their players. So this is like a throwback, if you will. And this is all to celebrate the 20th anniversary as a team. So uh, the Cleveland Indians did it first. They did it last. They ended up doing it in like 51. But the bullpen cart, when you see that tonight, if you're watching the game, it's the first time in 20 years since anyone's used that. Yeah, so. I would call for that too. I'm way too fat to run all the way out to the mound. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I wonder if we get it. I wonder if like, like the opposing team gets to ride in the cart. <laughs> well, and we've got that jacket guy who we love. Nobody? Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Karen. Yeah, he's like, he'll sprint it out he, across the field. He gets the pitcher's jacket and sprints from the bullpen all the way to where the the uh, the dugouts and are. And fans like love it too. Like oh. they go wild for him. And Sometimes it's the loudest cheer of the game. Yeah. <laughs> that and like whatever game is going on in between innings. <laughs> oh, that's all right. silly. Let's. <clears throat> My voice just cracked again on that one. Here we go. Second topic. You know, I feel rude, actually. I should have just asked if, if Carrie Ann had anything, if you wanted to lay it on thick for anyone, one way or another. Yeah, or if you're prepared Stop being a bad that. host. Well, yeah. right? well, you know, we had talked about it before. It'd be like, you know, we're just going to deal with the topics. But I don't know if anyone told you. Yeah, we don't think you actually want to have to put up <laughs> or, all that. Or that I ever listen to this podcast. Um, no, I was actually going to lay it on thick for the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, And you just yelled at Steve, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So apparently, I didn't know this, but they used to open every single opening day like they were the first game every year until they started going on all these global games and off to Australia in the middle of the night and everything else weird that the MLB has done. Um, But they one year were not going to be the first game and the city voted to move every clock in the city (laughs) up an hour so that they would still historically be the first game in the MLB. (laughs) (laughs) I like the Reds that like stacked the all-star voting to like the Reds fans. Um, I don't remember that. When was that? They like working the way around the system. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we can officially. Topic two. (laughs) 
Second topic. Uh, it's the second topic. Oh, so close. That was All a right. good impersonation, though. You right? were very good. Right? I feel like I, I could have nailed that one. And we are talking about one of Carrie Ann's favorite topics, one of my favorite topics as well hockey and the Colorado Avalanche. And they are still in it for the playoffs. It's March. And I'm excited, although last night was a little bit of a last heartbreaker. Last night was tough. <sighs> that Flyers game was rough. It was. It's like these weird teams come into Pepsi Center that you're thinking are an absolute lock-in. Like we've had Buffalo, Arizona, easy, last night against the Flyers. Easy on these Buffalo. These like, <laughs> teams that we should easily have a win over. I mean, everyone on Twitter even was like, I'll guarantee. And then, you know, I mean, the whole goalie thing too, but goalie's not really even the problem right now. Andrew Hammond came in and... I mean, held the Flyers with two points. You should still realistically win. I was going to say, if you're box score scouting, you're like, oh, well, Hammond was in. So the one goal, well, no no goalie in the NHL stops. The oh, other God, one, no. The <laughs> other one was kind of soft, but it, he kept him in it. I mean, he made some amazing saves to keep him in it. Oh, yeah. Well, in his tra- he practiced yesterday with San Antonio, drove to Austin, got on a flight, and I saw him pulling his gear into Pepsi Center at like 5.30 last night. Oh, wow. Like... Wow. No prep. First NHL start of the season. I mean, realistically, phenomenal job by Hammond. Well, that's so, good. And that, that bar down snipe by Giroux was like. Yeah. You, the, no, mean, no goalie in the NHL stops that one timer no. from Giroux. I'm pretty <laughs> no. sure the comment, the TV commentation on that was just like, Waz not stopping that. Yeah. Your Hashik's not stopping that. Like right, they went we'll through every. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so I looked real quick. So there are what? Five games left. Five games. Chicago at Anaheim at the Kings at San Jose and then St. Louis at home. It, it could very well come down to just at St. Louis at home, which I love that possibility. That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm aiming for that one right, right? now. I mean, that's your, that's your Rockies getting the first yeah, wild card spot cool. and hosting yeah, the play in game, right? Absolutely. Playoff start with that one. That would actually be a nice way to kick everything off. Yeah. Cause I it mean, well, fan you know, appreciation night win. too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I mean, the last couple of games I've been to, even last night, like there were a lot of Flyers fans in Pepsi oh. Center, and I wasn't there, but I could hear them yeah. chanting on the TV. And you TV. can see that orange, too. Yeah. You could see it on TV. But you get the sense, like the fans are are pushing so hard for playoff hockey that it's, feel, it's felt like a playoff hockey atmosphere for the last two weeks. Like even like the Red Wings game that I went to, uh, the Kings game last Thursday, even though it was bad, it felt like just playoff hockey in that sense, which is so amazing considering where the Avs were this time last year. So I am a self- <laughs> this time in December last yeah, year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, a self-proclaimed Sabres fan. But I do, I do love the Avs. I, I, I know. Thanks for that look, Carrie Ann. Um, I do love the Avs. I've lived here most of my life. I watched them win the cup in 01. I was at game seven. So you can be mad at me for that too. Um, but I, I got, I'm in and out on this season. So I want to lean on my two experts. What do they need? If Tell me what they need in these last five games to make it. I'll defer to you first. Ah, they have got to get that top line scoring. Okay. That MGM line of, uh, you know, McKinnon and Miko and Landy, they've had zero goals in the past three games. Like they just, they're a one team line and teams have figured out how to shut them down defensively. And if they can't either switch up the lines or get those guys scoring again. And also they went over three on the power play last night. Like brutal boys. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, that to me is what the Avs need to find a way to get back. Because early on in the season and, and almost midway to the midway point of the season, and when we went on our streak, our power play and our penalty kill 
were top-notch, and that's why we were winning games. And for the last couple of games, I mean, they struggled Monday against Vegas. That was really the telling when you looked at the box score, those four power play goals. You're just like, damn it. How did how did that happen? Because this was our strongest, like our penalty kill was our strongest. Our power play this year was probably the most improved aspect of the game. So if they can't get that going in these five games, I think that's what's going to cost them. Mm. And I think we saw that a little bit last night. We saw guys get gassed and we saw defensive players not be able to stand in front of the net and block shots because they were just all over the place. And it took one goal, took one goal to beat the Avs last night. And we can't have those. We can't have that happen because of a power play going down this stretch, especially against three teams that we're competing against for that last spot. We're looking at St. Louis, Anaheim, and L.A. that we're all close to. And now my non-expert, Steve, what do they need in the last five games? To <laughs> they need to win close? games. <laughs> they need to score more points more than points the other guys. The other team okay. that's on the ice with them. Any other advice for them? And then the other Riveting. team needs to lose. So okay. Need to do right. things, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Things to make that happen. If Anaheim pretty- could just choke. You mentioned Twitter. It's funny because I was watching uh, most of the game last night. Because I, I go to bed early. But I was watching on Twitter. I was just looking at the feed. You can pull up the mo- like whatever it's following. And most of the world was actually rooting for the Avalanche or against Philadelphia. For one. Yeah, Where everybody just hates Philly. That's yeah. kind oh of my universal. God. <laughs> I, think, I think that's more what it is. It's that East Coast where they're just like, no, we don't want that team to win. We don't want to talk about Philadelphia anymore. Let's talk about someone else. It All is, right. So I was looking true. at something else for a second. So what is the point differential right now to get to one? So we one behind St. Louis. Uh, no. no. Okay. Is it St. Louis or, or Anaheim? Anaheim. Anaheim. Okay. Anaheim. So anything can happen in five games. It's like, yes. It, with yes. one point, that's an eternity. Especially because they play all those teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, they play Anaheim, the Kings, and the Blues, and those are the three teams that are. When is the right last? That's when is the last tough. game? What's the day? April seventh is the last game oh, for so the. It's apps. like the day after opening day. So we're Saturday. Gonna, uh, we're going to kind of know by this time next week. At least we have a much better we'll idea. We'll know if it's a play-in <laughs> game or not. Because that la- that game is, I don't know, the San Jose game's Thursday. Well, they will have played Anaheim and the Kings already. Yeah, I think that's going to give you your best guess. So the you'll, those are you'll two know huge it's a playing game, yeah. Well, to the, go into a back-and-back back against. The discussion yesterday for a lot of what the Avs needed to do to get there is basically win three out of their last five, and then St. Louis... Needs to lose a couple. Yeah, but that's tough because it matters which ones you win. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. If you win Chicago, San Jose, and St. Louis, and your tiebreakers with Anaheim, then you're out. So I think next week we'll have a better picture of it. Put your money where your mouth is, unless your contract prevents you from (laughs) doing that. Steve, do they make it? Why would I not say yes? I don't know, because you're the the budding pessimist here. That's why. Yeah. Beard under the naked? For the second time today. Yes. Yes. Unless your contract prevents you from doing so, put your money where your mouth is. Karen. No, I think I think they're going to sneak in that eighth seed, but then you face a extremely good Las Vegas Golden Knights team that you're like, oh. Or do they get the Predators? Or do they get the Predators? Who are they'll, unexperienced in the playoffs? They'll get, they've never they'll get had a the team. Knights if they hit eight. That's, I think the Knights have established that many points. Even though, did you see, they lost to Arizona yesterday. They did. They lost to the Coyotes. Oh, see, that's which is great How for did the we not beat them on Monday? But that's what I love about the Knights possibly being the team that the Avs could go against. Because they still have that like yeah, chance of just being like, I mean, the only time that they really... What would they be like? Hold on one second, Beardo. What would they be like? Skirp! <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead. What were you saying, Beardo? The only time that they really looked good, like like they the Avs were not up to par, was that first game in Vegas when they beat us 7 to nothing. But the last two games have been so You lost 4-1! 
again, the power. Okay, one of those again, was an empty net goal. In their okay. defense, right. and the power okay. play. Like, right. if, we, if we get ourselves in that position, sure. But it, for a team that's been rolling like the Knights have all season long, for the Avs to play that well against them, I like our chances better against them than I do against Nashville, who have proven all season long that we're just not quite there on par with them yet. And no matter what, it's not the NBA. It's the NHL. Eight can be to one. Yeah, that absolutely. Happens. That happens. It's not uh, unheard of, shall we? Yep. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap things up here in the Worst Damn Sports Show period. We talk about the worst, the thing that we came across that was just not great one way or another. Uh, I'll start just because... Really, you don't want to offer the lady to go first after you shut her down last time? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, we're in this segment. Interesting. I have already spoken. And I would like to say uh, the worst I saw is the research done about sponsorships when it comes to major league teams. And the research shows that the majority of sponsorships, like two thirds, are crap. When it comes to like uh, sugary beverages, junk food, mm. whatever it might be. And also most of those are aimed at kids, especially when it comes to uh, leagues that have a high amount of watchers under 17 years old. So kids being pushed uh, junk food by the likes of some of the most fit athletes in the world is like a strange juxtaposition. Especially when it's something like the NFL is doing that whole Play 60 campaign where they're like, kids, stay healthy. And then right up against that is going to be like a McDonald's commercial. <laughs> Who, by the way, we are still looking for a sponsor. So <laughs> if you're in on this, I will talk about you nonstop in a good way. But now, <laughs> it's just a strange thing. We're trying, like, we're trying to do things with sports to get people active and be more active than at the same time pushing stuff that is not going to do so. Not going to help out at all. So, uh, I don't know. NHL, NFL, and Little League Baseball are the worst offenders when it comes to this. So you are all the worst. Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, I'll go ahead and go, and I am going to call myself the worst because last night was a very important game for the Colorado Avalanche. They needed the two points. They're continuing the playoff race, and I wasn't at the game. I was at home, and I was doing work and casually checking in and tweeting when I could, but I was working on other things, and so I should have been there. I should have been on the Jumbotron, and I should have guaranteed us the win. <laughs> I was going to say, what's your record not. right now? For the Jumbotron yeah. this season? 6-1. Yeah. 6-1. and, one. Six and one. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. apparently he doesn't care about making the playoffs. And I, yeah, I messed up and I Not wasn't there. Fan. So This is the 21st century. You can take your work yeah. to the Pepsi Center. Yep, yep. And I should have. And so this also, you know, the worst next week will be anybody who doesn't get me tickets for tomorrow night to, to guarantee that we're going to win. I'm just I'm just saying. I should <laughs> be there. I don't know what you want to Yeah, right? I feel very pressured over here. Speaking of Carrie Ann, I was going to like, say I can give you the like, Wi-Fi password at Pepsi Center so you can bring your work. That's what all I got for you. Close enough. <laughs> um, my worst is 8 p.m. starts against the Philadelphia Flyers and Pepsi Center. Yeah. <laughs> because that last night's game. Yeah. Well, it like, gives everyone an extra hour at the bar, too. So they just come in like <laughs> sauced. <laughs> and then I, li- I had to kick out like three Philadelphia Flyers fans last night for like trying to fight people in the stands. <laughs> That's a shame. Yeah. And it was like, Not guys. surprising. I mean, yeah, not shocking, <laughs> but still the worst. That sounds like the best if you <laughs> That's an odd start time for anything. Nuggets do that all the time as well, like an 8 p.m. start, especially yeah. with an East Coast team. Well, and a- it makes sense for the Nuggets because they like a lot of times they'll pop onto TNT, and that's yeah. like why okay. it'll be broadcast later. But like last night, it was like, guys, it's Thursday. Yeah. Uh, also, also the worst. Uh, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying this, but uh, no one noticed for like 20 minutes last night that the Flyers had changed goalies. 
Razzlet yeah. came in in the second, and Altitude didn't notice till like halfway through the third. I caught that, and I thought it was the funniest thing in the oh, world. Oh yeah, it was like I mean, good for them because like clearly, you know, they have two top-notch goaltenders. But well, it was so casual. They're like, I don't think that that's their starting goaltender. Yeah. It's like, no, and that's it hadn't been. It hadn't been like since the middle of the second. <laughs> to be fair, I think they were dressed the same. That makes well, sense. Thanks, yep. Steve. <laughs> Dubs, what do you got? Uh, my worst is Kevin Love's tooth. Uh, Did you guys see this? Nope. No. All right, so he's playing basketball as Kevin Love does. He goes up for a rebound and he takes an elbow to the face. Goes down to the ground in a heap, but we've seen this before, right? Your friends, your teammates walk over, they pick you up off the ground. Well, instead of reaching for like the, the guy's hands, he puts his hand up to his mouth and gets this big smile on his face. He checks his tooth. His front tooth is concave, knocked back into his mouth. And I don't know who was showing it. It was like ESPN or somebody. But they had a shot from like the other baseline where you could see how far down his tooth was compared to the rest of his teeth. Now, listen, I've seen plenty of hockey players get a tooth knocked out here or there. That's fine. Generally, you don't see the physical act of the tooth getting knocked out. <laughs> but that's not why you're the worst. You're the worst because you reminded uh, producer Dubs about his eight-year-old self who got his two front teeth knocked in on a trampoline. Yeah. And one was so far back that we had to go to the emergency room, and they numbed me up, and they took a pair of pliers and slid it from the middle of my oh, mouth oh, back oh, into the front oh, of my mouth. And you're the worst because you made me relive that pain, Kevin Love. So f*** you and your team. <laughs> Maybe one edit for today. Right at the end. <laughs> that is the worst dance sports show period. By the way, uh, Cleveland area of local bands, Kevin Love's Tooth would be available. <laughs> Kevin Love's Crooked Tooth. Crooked Tooth would be time when people would get it and they'd come see you. That's so good. Uh, that is uh, worst dance sports show period. We are all set. Did you have something to add? Yeah, I was gonna. Let's do Twitter handles since we have a guest here. We'll throw her out there. Yeah. Throw out your Twitter handle, yeah. Carrie Ann. Uh, at Carrie Ann Key. Super good luck simple. spelling that. Good luck. I'm at our producer dubs. I gotta tell you, that was like one of the reasons I was like kind of nervous coming on the show, not because of sports, but like everyone here has a really cool like nickname or like oh Beardo and Producer Dubs and like Steve Burrell and, and I was Steve. like, Hi, <laughs> Steve. And, just his name. And Steve, wah, wah. Um, but no, I was like, oh hey, yeah, oh, I'm Carrie so Ann. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks well, for having me. Well, maybe we'll come up with a Twitter, a better Twitter nickname for right? you. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm Random at Random Twitter guy. <laughs> <laughs> I heart Stevie and we are done. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.